Welcome to Eat Blog Talk, where food bloggers come to get their fill of the latest tips, tricks, and insight into the world of food blogging. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll provide you with the tools you need to add value to your blog, and we'll also ensure you're taking care of yourself because food blogging is a demanding job. Now, please welcome your host, Megan Porta. Hey, Eat Blog Talkers. This is the 40th episode of Eat Blog Talk. So I thought I'd change things up a bit today to celebrate. I heard a statistic when I was dreaming up this podcast that said, most podcasts do not make it past episode seven. So I celebrated episode eight and somehow I feel like 40 is another big accomplishment. I want to talk about a topic today that has been on my mind a lot lately and that also ties into food blogging in a huge way. That topic is money and the role it plays for entrepreneurial women. Men, if you're listening, please do not shy away from listening to this episode. I think it will be insightful for everybody. Just a few things though before I dive into this. I would be so grateful if you headed to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review eBlog Talk. Also, check out my new resources page on my website. I have put a few affiliate links there that could benefit food bloggers, things like Flowdesk savings, a free SEMrush trial, and Instacart membership savings too. Visit eatblogtalk.com forward slash resources. If you have an interesting topic to discuss that relates in some way to food blogging, please fill out an application. And I'm always open to hearing what your biggest food blogging struggles are. So please always feel comfortable reaching out about that or anything else. Okay, on to the topic at hand, money, specifically entrepreneurial women and money. And today will just be me talking, by the way. I remember the days before I started my blog, I was so inspired by those few women, because at the time there were only a few, who were making money blogging at home in their pajamas. I thought at the time that these women were anomalies and maybe just lucky. Then more and more success stories started popping up involving more women entrepreneurs killing it financially. And I thought there's something to this. If they can figure it out, so can the rest of us. Making money was one of my main goals when I started blogging, but at the time, I didn't know how lucrative it could be. None of us knew back then because this huge collection of driven, motivated, entrepreneurial women wasn't yet in existence. Today, women entrepreneurs are doing things on their own that we never could have collectively done in an office environment, especially one that was predominantly filled with men. Today, we are taking things into our own hands. We are earning money for ourselves and our families. We each have found a business and niche that fills us with passion and drive and that we've managed to launch in a way that wasn't possible before without luck and massive amounts of sacrifice and effort. One of my first jobs out of college was working as a graphic designer for a large corporation here in the Twin Cities. Within that corporation, there were two types of women, the type who worked 40 hours a week and managed a normal workload, and they were also severely underpaid, that was me, and the other type, the women who worked tons of overtime and who worked their butts off to get into the upper management tier. A few years into that job, I remember being overjoyed about the salary I was making. I made $42,000 a year, and I thought that was about as good as it could get. Then one day, I picked up a piece of paper off the department printer and saw 
the name of every single person in my department, as well as each of their salaries. A man in the same department doing the same exact job I was doing was making $92,000 a year. I will never forget that number because I was so in awe. (laughs) I just about fell over. I couldn't believe that the difference in our salaries was more than my yearly annual income. This is not at all meant to be a rant about the compensation differences between men and women. We all know it exists and it sucks. And slowly women are taking a stand against this. My point today is that being a woman entrepreneur has never been more exciting and more lucrative. We are creating room for ourselves in the world to make just as much money as anyone else. And we are doing this by being killer businesswomen. I will admit that I start to feel a little bit weird or guilty or maybe a little bit of both when I think about the potential I have to make a lot of money. I start saying things to myself like, are you really smart enough? And isn't it greedy to have these thoughts? And on and on. But in reality, I am smart enough and so are you to make whatever our hearts tell us we're meant to make. And I'm not greedy because having money sits well with my soul. I can't wait to travel with my family to Hawaii, and I also can't wait to deliver new mattresses to Minneapolis Children's Hospital because I have slept on those things, and parents in distress should not be sleeping on bricks. I've been thinking a lot about this topic because there's something else. Traveling around the world with my family is an appealing thought, but there was something else that I just couldn't put my finger on. Then one day recently it came to me and that's when I knew I needed to record an episode on this topic because either knowingly or unknowingly, you probably hold this in your heart too as something that propels you to hustle and to break through to that next level of pay. For far too long, women have felt powerless because of a lack of money or earning potential. There is a long-standing history that involves women and powerlessness. Whether it's a woman in an abusive relationship who has felt like she didn't have enough or any money to get out of her bad situation, or a woman who has worked just as hard or harder than a male colleague with the same title for half the pay, it's a collective hardship that I feel and you feel because we are women. There's also a collective stigma about women discussing money, which I feel needs to change as well. I don't have daughters to send this message to, but I want to be one of the many women entrepreneurs who are a walking, talking message that anything is possible when it comes to bringing in money. I want to be a big positive force in the world, and I also want to be a part of this collective movement that puts monetary worth finally on how amazing and productive and resourceful and creative and smart women are. This wave of women content creators, food bloggers, and just in general entrepreneurs who are raking in the cash is so awesome. We are all contributing to that collective change that has needed to happen for so long. It inspires me to see so many of you just absolutely killing it with your businesses. It lifts me up in a way that I honestly cannot even put into words. If you're listening right now and thinking, but I'm not raking in the cash. (laughs) I hear you. Trust me. I get it. I may have had the longest dry spell of any food blogger out there. So trust me when I say that I understand this. And to that, I will reply with a quote from Napoleon Hill, the author of one of my favorite money books ever, Think and Grow Rich. 
Napoleon says, the quality and quantity of the service you render, plus the mental attitude in which you render it, determines the amount of pay you get and the sort of job you hold. I love that quote. And I encourage you to keep the QQS acronym in mind as you work your way to your goals. Quality, quantity, and spirit. I'm inspired by the women who have figured out how to transform their intellect and their hearts into cash and independence. I love what this movement represents for all women and also what it has done for the individual entrepreneurs' lives. And I want to send the message today that the money is out there for you to acquire. It's waiting for you to find it. Also, if it feels good in your soul and doesn't come from a place of fear or greed, it's not bad to make money. We have such a tall mountain to climb because women have such a negative and powerless history with it. But good news, we are climbing. The climbing has begun. So I think I'll end this episode by asking a few questions. When you think of making money, how do you feel? Do you feel guilty, relieved, fearful, joyful? And what sorts of thoughts do you have on an average day on the topic of money? Do you curse at it and complain about it? Or do you show gratitude for it? If nothing else, I hope this episode is encouragement for you to take a renewed outlook on money. This will benefit you, and I believe it honors women collectively to think more positively about it. If you want to discuss this topic further, let me know because I could have possibly just bored you to tears or maybe this topic pumps you up like it does for me. One last thing, I made a list of my favorite money-related books, so check out that list. You can find it at eatblogtalk.com forward slash books. All right, amazing entrepreneurs, thank you so much for listening today and I will catch you back here next time. We're glad you could join us on this episode of Eat Blog Talk. For more resources based on today's discussion, as well as show notes and an opportunity to be on a future episode of the show, be sure to head to eatblogtalk.com. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll be here to feed you on Eat Blog Talk.